0: There's not much you can say about that ad, because that ad is
1: perfect. When it comes to the certification of elections, when it comes to democracy, 2022 is 2024.
0: Welcome to Political Experts React, where we break down political ads and media, explain what the people behind them are trying to accomplish and decide whether or not they did a good job. I'm Dan Pfeiffer, former communications director for Barack Obama. And joining me today is Sarah Longwell, publisher of The Bulwark and host of the Focus Group podcast. Sarah Longwell, welcome back to Political Experts React. It's great to see you again. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. The last time you were on the show was the end of March, and the world has changed a lot since then. So I just want to get your quick take on how the Dobbs decision, the January 6 hearings, the Mar-a-Lago stuff has changed the political environment since we last spoke.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that abortion more than anything else has scrambled things. And, and it's not just abortion, though. It's the combination of abortion with the fact that now that the primaries are over and people are having to basically go head to head and look at these candidates. The Republicans have nominated some truly terrible candidates this cycle because they're just sort of extreme overall. There ended up being this like Venn diagram where they're also super extreme on abortion, which is now hurting them in big ways with these swing voters.
0: So the first ad we're going to watch is from the Senate Leadership Fund, and I think it is probably a response to that shift in the political environment that you just referenced. He shot a teenager in cold blood, killing him for money to buy heroin. And John Fetterman wanted him to walk free. As chairman of the board of pardons, Fetterman says he's trying to get as many criminals out of prison as he can. Over the pleas of the victim's family, John Fetterman was the only vote to release the murderer. The only one. Far left John Fetterman is too far left. He's dangerously liberal on crime. Senate Leadership Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. What do you think about it and how afraid should Democrats be about ads like this?
1: Look, I think it works. When I do the focus groups, I always start out by asking people, you know, what... What's top of mind? What do you care about? And the top things you get are inflation, economy, and crime. I think particularly for somebody like Fetterman, who has just been dominating Dr. Oz by just clowning him really hard, these kinds of ads that sort of remind people how progressive he is, it can have some effect. Obviously, they're decontextualizing the fact that he is a criminal justice reformer and instead saying, this is a guy who lets murderers walk free.
0: Fetterman has what I think be a strong candidate against almost any Republican, because he sort of confounds traditional Republican caricatures of Democrats. He doesn't look like a liberal elite. He's from the middle of the state. aren't a lot of insiders who wear hoodies and sweatshorts to meet the president, things like that. In Pennsylvania, the state I grew up right next to, these attacks work in that state. And they work particularly well in the places where Fetterman has been outperforming those rural areas that Obama did well in, that Clinton and Biden struggled in. This one would worry me a lot as a Democrat. I'll
1: just say, as somebody who is from that middle part between Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, I have not seen anybody since Donald Trump who engenders as much love from voters as Fetterman. That authenticity that people sort of felt like Trump had, people really feel like Fetterman has that, like he's one of them. And that has been working for him. But I think that the fact that he hasn't been able to be out on the stump as much as he otherwise would have been, that he's unable to connect with voters as much as he would like to, which is really like his superpower is that connection. Biden
0: suffered from this a little bit in 2020 during the pandemic was he's at his best when he's with people and he couldn't be with people. I still think Fetterman as of today is probably still favored in that race. But they're going to have to punch back very hard on this crime stuff in a pretty aggressive way, I think. Yep, agree. The next time we're going to watch is from the Republican Accountability Project.
1: Oh, hey, that's my group.
0: It's not random, we have it.
1: Well. <laughs> on the morning of January 6th, President Trump summoned a violent mob and directed them to march on the Capitol. His intention was to remain President of the United States, despite the fact that he knew that he lost the election. Everyone close to President Trump repeatedly told him that his claims of a stolen election were false. As Americans, we all have a duty to ensure that what happened on January 6th never happens again.
0: Who are the targets for this ad? Why do you think it works and what are you guys trying to accomplish with it?
1: So we did a $3 million campaign that did a bunch of ads. Uh, Actually, this was the only one that was like a scripted ad. The rest of them were actually real people straight to camera talking about how January 6th affected them as Republicans. Many of them telling stories about how they left the party after January 6th. One of the things I knew from my research is that Republicans in these states weren't like sitting and watching the hearings. And so we were trying to bridge the gap a little bit to continue to keep the salience high of the January 6th hearings. And so using Liz Cheney as the messenger, using the real people as the messengers, making sure to focus on Republicans and continue to like bridge that gap between the hearings just to keep that salience up there, that was the goal.
0: I love this ad. The voice is Liz Cheney. The names and pictures are Republicans. The fact that Trump's own aides are the ones pictured in there. And I imagine is much more persuasive than just asserting the facts of what Trump said in a more typical political ad.
1: One of the reasons we really wanted to run it on the local news, that tends to be where our available Republicans are because they do not live in the Fox News cinematic universe. They're kind of right leaning. They tend to be older. For a lot of them, Liz Cheney, all they hear is Cheney. They're like, I know that's a Republican, even though like for the Beltway types or people who are deeply invested in Republican politics, Liz Cheney is now persona non grata.
0: Yeah, I imagine if you were someone who thinks that Liz Cheney should be drummed out of the party for not sitting with Donald Trump, you're probably not a voter who could potentially be That's persuaded— right. to- to move away from Donald Trump for any race, shape, or form. Is part of the point of the ad to try to continue to move Republicans out of Donald Trump's camp for the future, or does it have some 2022 implications?
1: We obviously do not want to see Donald Trump run and win again in 2024. That being said, when it comes to the certification of elections, when it comes to democracy, 2022 is 2024. And so we wanted to make sure that we were reinforcing the idea from Liz Cheney's mouth that... The election was not stolen, and so it is also trying to kind of reinforce that all of that stuff is a lie.
0: All right, people, because you asked, and so many of you asked and asked and asked, we're gonna take a very quick look at this very strange ad. So here's a bonus ad from Linda Paulson, a Republican running for state Senate in Utah.
1: District 12, listen up right here. There's a new name on the ballot for the Senate this year. My name is Linda Paulson, Republican and awesome. Love God and family and the Constitution. I'm pro-religious freedom, pro-life, pro-police. The right to bear arms and the right to free speech. I want less government control and regulation. Want to stop and expose all political corruption. And just to clarify, as a female adult, I know what a woman is. Linda Paulson for Senate.
0: All right, there's not much you can say about that ad, because that ad is perfect. It's a perfect ad. No notes, more stuff like that. Linda Paulson, welcome to political stardom in Donald Trump's Republican Party. The last ad we're going to watch is from a group called the Agenda Pack.
1: Making an ad about Doug Mastriano isn't easy, because he says a lot of crazy sh- A woman's right to choose?
0: My body, my choice is ridiculous nonsense.
1: Mastriano supports a total abortion ban. How about gay marriage?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Anti-discrimination laws?
0: That's madness.
1: Oh, and guess who tried to overthrow our democracy on January 6th? He even paid to help the rioters get there. And don't take Doug Mastriano to your Halloween party. (laughs) Trust us on this one. Governor Mastriano?
0: That's just crazy. Democrats have been trying to figure out how to have a coherent narrative that weaves together the Dobbs decision impending challenges to marriage equality, contraception, et cetera, with election denial, future insurrections. What do you think of this ad, both in terms of message and then execution of that strategy?
1: As a message, I'm for it because I do think that there is something cumulative. And what you were trying to do is paint a picture of the extremism of these candidates. On execution, though— Look, if you told me that that ad was being run heavily to young voters, digitally, I'd be like, okay. I think it's a little bit unserious. Doug Mastriano is one of the two most dangerous candidates this cycle, in terms of being anti-democracy, in terms of being an extremist, in terms of being a lunatic. The guy wants to throw everybody off their voter rolls and make them re-register. I'm for humor, but I'm not sure that this execution was great, and I think it diminishes like the severity of how crazy he is.
0: Someone who would force a woman to carry a pregnancy to term at the risk of her own life or to carry their rapist child to term is also someone who would be willing to storm the Capitol, overturn the election, all of those things. And I think that part is right. Every other part of the ad, I hate. A lot of ads like these are seeking virality at the expense of uh, persuasion.
1: Something that goes super viral on Twitter and everybody's like, yes, yes. It goes viral because people are smashing retweet because they already agree with it. The ads are good, but they have to be targeted to the voters. And like, it's okay to do things to get viral, but then don't say what you're doing is trying to reach swing voters because anything that's going viral on Twitter is probably inversely like having a backlash effect on actual swing voters.
0: Those are good words of wisdom to end on. Sarah Longwell, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Political Experts React is a Crooked Media digital series. I'm your host, Dan Pfeiffer. Our producers are Elijah Cohn and Ben Heathcote. Our editor is Caitlin Stone. Digital direction from Matt DeGroot. To check out more of our digital series, head to youtube.com slash